So on this last year of this man, but we're going to be learning together of other Benazmanim, you know, of other Chalamoyim, the Shana Rabba, Haile Kasev There's a lot, there's a lot that we're going to be together, which is very exciting. But just an idea I wanted to share with the Olam before Yom Kippur. Something that we have spoken about before, but I think just, I think we should just give it one last knack before we go, before we leave each other, before Yom Kippur. Tomorrow is Erev Yom Kippur. It's a very important day, by the way, Erev Yom Kippur. Preparation, as we've said many times, the preparation of something can affect the thing itself. That's why by Hasidim, the preparation of mitzvah is more chosher than the mitzvah, not chosher because it is more chosher than the mitzvah, but rather because when you prepare for the mitzvah, first of all, it shows your anticipation, your excitement, um, and everything else, but it also makes the mitzvah more valuable and more special. So I do believe as well that our preparation for Yom Kippur yeah. is very much a big chalik of Yom Kippur as well, and we should take that in mind that tomorrow is Erev Yom Kippur, which means that, of course, it's a smaller slichas and, and shachos, whatever, but, you know, use the opportunity of the day, say some tehillim, Obviously eat, because that's the mitzvah sayoyim. But, you know, just take an opportunity to do things that you meant to. But I think the idea <laughs> is like this, Rabbi Sai. This is something that I, I feel that we, we should speak about together. We spoke about it a little bit, but I, I just, I really want to make it lamaisa. The idea of Kabbalahs, the idea of Kabbalahs. You know, we do often find that we make Kabbalahs almost every year. We don't sort of live out the year with them, and we just don't, like, it never really happens. And like, uh, you know how it is. Uh, unfortunately, we, we take off on things that, Maybe they're too big. Maybe that's maybe that's the reason. They're just too much. They're just too big. So what we have to do is we have to work on Kabbalah. And the idea of a Kabbalah, we've spoken about this again, is the idea of working towards a, a goal of perfection. The Rabbani Shalom does not want us. Of course he wants us, but he doesn't expect us to be perfect in this lifetime. Maybe if we live 650 years, eventually we'll be perfect. But we have to show him that we're on the right direction, that we're trying. That's the Ikah. At the end of the day, that's all the Rabbani wants from us, is to try. He wants to see that we are trying to do our little Ishtadlis to become better. Now, he also understands Ayat Sahara. He also understands our temptations. He also understands that our upbringing and environment and everything that we were built with and created with, you know, doesn't help. Because he knows that because he created us. And therefore, there's no one better that knows us than Hashem. He knows us better than we know ourselves. But Yom Kippur is really the day that we sort of have to open up to the Rabbi Nishon to be real. It's about being real. You know, sometimes during the year we can try and fake things, we can try and pretend things to other people. We can't fake to the Rabbi Nishon. It doesn't work. One of the reasons why we have what we call the Hamishi Noyim, right, the five what we call afflictions, is not because this religion believes in afflicting people and don't eat and, you know, and don't wear shoes and, and, and all these things because we want to make life difficult for you. No, 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 no. That's not the Pshat. Rather the Pshat is is because it disconnects us from reality. So therefore, on Yom Kippur is the one day that we are going to connect with reality, which is, by the way, the connection between Yom Kippur and Purim, obviously, because on Purim, if done correctly, and I stress, if done correctly, you are disconnected from the fakeness of the world, and you connect with the reality of the Rabbi Nishkanam and your relationship with him. That's Purim, in a, re- in a real sense of the word. That's Purim. Yom Kippur is the same idea. We disconnect from all the things that, you know, distract us, from all the things that get us to do maybe the wrong things, whatever it is, and we don't concentrate on them, and we concentrate with one thing, and that's our relationship with Hashem. We have to be able to, on Yom Kippur, on Yom Kippur, Ephraim, turn to the Rabbi Nishalaylam, and say, I did wrong. And it's not easy, by the way, for a man to admit that he did something wrong. Right? Men don't like to admit they did something wrong. Men don't like to take instructions from people. Right? Men like to think that we're good. I'm okay. I'm not going to speak. Which man likes to talk his feelings over? Right? Nobody likes to say their feelings. However, 
Yom Kippur is the day that we're going to speak our feelings over. Yom Kippur is the day that we're going to open up to the Rabbonishlan, because at the end of the day, one of the greatest things, and we'll talk about it when we give classes on marriage, which we will, Be'ezus Hashem, is one of the greatest tips that you have for a good marriage is vulnerability. Vulnerability, to be make yourself vulnerable. Why? When you make yourself vulnerable to your partner, to your wife, Shia, then you make yourself someone that's very connected to that person. You're not going to make yourself vulnerable to someone that you don't know, or someone you don't have a connection to, or someone that you don't love. You're going to make yourself vulnerable to someone that you, you respect, someone that respects you, someone that you love, someone that loves you, and someone you can have a relationship with. On Yom Kippur, we make ourselves vulnerable to the Rabbi Nishram. Not that he needs us to say our Averis. We've spoken about that. He doesn't. But we make ourselves vulnerable because through that we have a greater relationship with Hashem. And at the end of the day, the Rebunsha wants to see just one thing. He just wants to see that we tried. He just wants to see that we've done our little part in trying. I really want every single guy over here, and we're all capable of doing this, to make some kind of Kabbalah before we get into Yom Kippur. That means before we get into Kol Nidre, and if we don't manage, we'll do it by Kol Nidre, or after Kol Nidre, or before St. Krishmanamita, by night before we go to sleep, or in the morning by Moidani, whatever it's going to be. Just do it, right? If you have to wait till Nina Chaval, but okay, at least do it then. Make a Kabbalah. Make something really, really small. Take upon something that you feel in your life you need a little bit of chizik. Whether it's Negavastam, whether it's Sitzis, whether it's Finnim, whether it's Brochus for Kabbalah, whether it's Benching, whether it's Ashayatza standing up. But it, this, the list goes on and on and on. And don't make too many. Make a small thing. Somebody asked me recently, I want to make a thing. He, he suggested... Uh, Ashayotza standing by the, by the bath, meaning next to the b- door of the bathroom and not walking around, which is a very chosh bizarre. I said, it's a great idea, but do me a favor, only do it once a day. No, but I should do it every day. No, no, just do it once a day. Because you're not going to do it every single time. Try it. I'm not giving you this suggestion. Everyone has their own suggestions and your own, you know, things that they need to work on, but it's an idea. One small thing that you can manage, right? Of Shach famously made a Kabbalah, right? Of benching in a siddha only when he's at home. What do you mean? You think Rav Shach couldn't bench in the city when he's in, in the yeshiva or when he's somewhere else? But he knew if you keep it clear and easy and doable, it will, it will be something that you'll keep. Now, what are we doing with these Kabbalahs? What's the point of the Kabbalahs? The point of the Kabbalah is to show the Rabbanu I'm making my little step in the right direction. Just It's a very small step. And next year, I'll make another small step. The year after, another small step. So eventually, I'm going to be amazing I'm going to be perfect. That's all the Rebunshan wants to see. He just wants to see that the, the road that you're on is a road leading to perfection. It's a road leading that if you continue the way you are now, if you continue what's going on, and you make the Kabbalah, and you keep it, and then next year you do another one, then the situation becomes that you will be perfect. Now, I don't know if I'm going to live that long, but that's irrelevant. And that's where the Yitzhar gets us. He gets us because... Oh no. Um, anyway, what's it going to help? I do the Ashayotza standing up. It makes all the difference in life. Ooh, I'm a better yid. The answer is yes. Because you showed that you have tried. You showed that you've done something a little bit beyond what you can do, what you want to do, what you're comfortable with. And that going beyond your comfort zone a little bit shows that you care, that it bothers you, that you want to become better. I really, really want, Rabbi, to say every single person over here to try and make Kabbalahs. Maybe in a minute we'll go around to see if different ideas that we them have for Kabbalahs. That will be beautiful. But just to have this idea, Kabbalahs is what makes a person better and better. It shows Rabbi Nishim we're in the right direction. And Rabbi, say, remember the Koyach of that you have. Just remember, we mentioned on Rosh Hashanah, I think it was before Musaf, of Tzadik HaKoyin. Rav Tzadik HaKoyin says every single neshama of Klal every single individual neshama, goes misoifai, that means our neshamas are so great, they're so light, they're so beautiful, they're so incredible, 
that the Rabbanshim has so much hanor from it. We don't can't, we don't realize. Right? I got an email, Mamish, right before Rosh Hashanah this year, from a fellow who's a, a wonderful person. I don't, I've never met him. We've only spoken by email, I meaning communicated by email. And he was so upset with himself that he fell. He did a certain Avera right before Rosh Hashanah. And he was so upset. He was about to go into Rosh Hashanah depressed and upset. How can I go into Rosh Hashanah? Does he think Hashem wants to hear my tefillahs? Does he think Hashem cares about me? I just did this Avera every Rosh Hashanah, Hashem Yerachim. And I told him, no, forget the very fact that you're upset about it. That's Kavali. The Rabbanisha wants to hear from us. We don't hop how much. We don't understand. We don't appreciate how much the Rabbanisha wants to hear from us. And if we would, we would run into davening and we'd start davening with so much Kavana, so much. And, and yes, it's hard. And yes, we're fasting, and we're tired, and it's difficult, and we have a headache, and it's a whole day in shul, and it, I get it. But at the end of the day, we have to try. There are certain times in life that you put in an extra effort. Now's one of them. Yom Kippur is a beautiful day. Get up early. Be here early for shul. Be here on time for Tzfilah Zaka. Be here. Be here. Be involved. Be part of it. Look at the Nusr. Listen to the Chazan. Get involved in the singing. Get involved in talking to the Rabbi Nishlalim. Opening up your heart to the Rabbi Nishlalim. He sees. He sees every little tiny effort that you do. And your Neshama shines from Misaypa Oylem Bad Saypa Loshna Bad Sadiq Akayin. We'll leave it at that. Everyone, please try to come into your keep with a bissel kavona, with a bissel kabolas also. And Beis Hashem, the Rebbeinu will see that and give us all the siyat d'shmai gemach sima toiva and give kebench year a year of panasa, a year of health, a year of simcha, a year of avas atoyah, a year of yiras Hashem, and a year that we'll have siyat d'shmai in everything we do in our lives with bracha v'atzlocha, beruchnes or begashmes Beis Hashem.